0: to another episode of Yoga for the Revolution, a show about self-care in the age of resistance. We've come to 100 shows, so this week I'm going to take us back to the beginning and remind myself and you what this has been all about. As you know, I started this show soon after our current president was elected. What I saw all around me was anger, exhaustion, confusion, conflict, and burnout. I saw half a nation grappling to understand what had just happened and trying to right the ship as quickly as possible without too much disturbance or distraction. What I see now is anger, exhaustion, conflict, but also hope and maybe a little more patience, a better idea that maybe we need the disturbance, maybe we even needed it, in order to see more clearly what we had in the past been able to ignore are we any better at taking care of ourselves and each other i'm not sure but trying to right the ship as quickly as possible while i get it i think we need to see it upside down we need to stare at the underbelly and all the barnacles and be uncomfortable and be okay with being uncomfortable and act from there. I think at first we were moved to act so quickly because we didn't want to admit what was really happening. We didn't want to look at what was happening, and the quicker we could fix it, the faster we could get back to quote-unquote normal, the less we would have to think about it or feel it. So instead, I do think we need to stare at the underbelly, look at the bottom, and act from that place as opposed to acting to cover it up instead of covering up, act to reveal what could be our better nature. So how do we do that? Well, that's something I've tried here to explore for 99 episodes, I guess. In a world of wildfires and shootings and Twitter name-calling, it can be hard to see our better nature. And I hate that. I hate the, did you see the latest? And it goes back to physiology. It goes back to fight or flight. Let's remind ourselves again what happens in the body chemically when we encounter a stressor. Let's look at the nervous system. There is a trigger or a stressor. If we go back to evolution, to the way we evolved, let's go back to that stressor being a tiger. You see a tiger, you think you hear a tiger, and there's a signal sent to the hypothalamus. It triggers the autonomic nervous system. That's fight or flight. And what happens when you're in fight or flight? You breathe more quickly, shallower breaths, all to get more oxygen so you can fight or flee. The heart rate becomes elevated. Your blood pressure becomes elevated so blood can pump more strongly to the muscles. We sometimes feel this as shakiness or unsteadiness. The blood rushes away from the extremities like face, fingers, and toes and into the core of the body. Your digestion stops. Priorities, people. Your pupils dilate so you can see better. Adrenaline pumps through the body. All of that so we can escape the threat to our lives that we encounter. And then when that threat is over... The parasympathetic nervous system kicks in. It reverses all of that, lowers the heart rate, lowers blood pressure. Digestion picks up again. The eyes relax. All of that releases, reverses, we come back to normal. That's the normal evolutionary course of events, chemically, hormonally, that happens in the body when we encounter a stressor. But as we know... Here's the trick. The body doesn't know if that threat is actually in the moment threatening your life or if it is a perceived emotional threat. In other words, it doesn't know the difference between a tiger and a Twitter. It simply can't tell. Your brain knows. If you think about it, you know. But the hormones involved here are primal. They're not discerning. Every, did you hear the latest... Every tweet has the potential to send us into a fight or flight response. And because Twitter and the news cycle is so relentless, we never quite come down because that's the nature and the speed of our current environment. We live in Vata times, to reference Ayurveda, cold, fast, light, mobile. And what is more Vata than Twitter? Then our news cycle, our daily lives, we are in constant motion and constantly feeding ourselves information too quickly to possibly be able to digest it all, which leads to imbalance. All those stressors can lead to low-level chronic anxiety that shows up as high blood pressure, skin disorders, digestive problems, problems with sleeping, with vision, with irritability. We live on the edge of our seat, and it's not stopping anytime soon. Blue wave or no blue wave, the perpetual motion machine is in good working order. There will always be more news, more information, more emotion, more prompts for action. Always. That doesn't stop. So we have to choose. We have to decide as individuals how best to receive the onslaught. How can we survive it? How can we thrive during it? How can we help ourselves and other people? There's no easy answer, obviously, but the first step is actually not that hard. And we know that because we know all the steps it takes to get to that state of constant anxiety. So all we need to do to move away from it is reverse the chemical reaction in the body. We can shift what's happening physiologically to get us out of fight or flight. We know that we can't change the fact that there's a 24-hour news cycle. We know that when we act from a place of panic or stress or anxiety, we don't often make the most discerning, best decisions towards right action. And so we must take ourselves out of that state of panic, out of fight or flight, in order to proceed, in order to live which seems like a big task, and it is. It's not necessarily easy, but it is simple. All it takes for the first step is the breath. Conscious awareness of the breath. What happens to our breath in fight or flight? It's shallow and it's rapid. To reverse it, we balance. We go deep and slow with the breath. And this acts like the beginning of a giant U-turn. Taking that first step outside of panic is a big deal, and it's something we have to remember to do over and over and over again. Where we go after that first step, that requires more self-inquiry, more contemplation, more compassion, but we already know we can't get there. We can't get to self-inquiry, contemplation, and compassion from the place of panic. So we need to at least start that U-turn and start it with the breath. I'm gonna take a breath here and pause as always, to thank you. Thank you for listening to 100 episodes of Yoga for the Revolution. You can find all our past and future episodes at yogafortherevolution.org. You can still subscribe if you so choose. Although, as you know, this episode represents the final in our regularly scheduled programming. I'll likely do more here and there, So if you want to be sure that those special episodes make it to you, then be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also sign up for the newsletter. I've been sending out about one a month, so nothing too spammy there. I'll be sure to let you know what I'm up to, any workshops or classes that I have coming up, any thoughts from behind the mic, and maybe I'll shoot you a little note after the babies arrive just to say hello sign up for the newsletter at yogafortherevolutionorg slash subscribe yoga for the revolution is on social media at facebook.com yoga for the revolution same on instagram and on twitter you can find us at y underscore f underscore t underscore r and you can also follow me on facebook at carrie Ingolia yoga so that's facebook.com carry Ingolia yoga c-a-r-r-i-e-i-n-g-o-g-l-i-a yoga before I leave you this time around let's practice breathing you can do this anywhere if you're standing up or if you're in a chair place both feet on the ground evenly and if you're sitting sit up tall ground whatever part of your body is rooted to the earth And then grow the spine long from there. All of that is to make room for the lungs. Breathe normally. From here, take a deep breath in and sigh it out. Breathing in through the nose. Letting it go through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. And exhale, let it go. Come back to your normal breath. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to breathe in on a count of five. As if you're sipping air in through the nose, we're going to hold that for two counts. And then we'll exhale slowly on a count of seven. You can exhale through the nose or through pursed lips. Either way, it helps control the flow of air so it's not one big rush of exhale. And we'll do that a couple of times. So again, resituate yourself in your seat or your standing posture. Make plenty of room for the lungs. If you have a stuffy nose like some of us do this time of year, you can blow your nose. I'll give you a moment to do that. And just do the best you can. Let's do this all together. Really, no matter where you are, you can do this. It's not disruptive to those around you. It will help reverse fight or flight. It will help calm the nervous system. Ready to breathe in through the nose. Breathing in, two, three, four, five, and hold. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Breathe in, three, four, five, and hold. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Breathing in. And hold. Exhale. Five, six, seven. Release control of the breath. Return to your normal breath. You can remain with this breath or if you're feeling coordinated, we'll add some body awareness. Your lungs are three-dimensional and breath can be big and take place throughout the majority of your torso. So as we know, normally for most of us, we breathe high up in the lungs. That's when we say we have a shallow breath, the lungs right underneath the collarbones. And that's why sometimes You'll see, or you can imagine, a a heaving chest in moments of panic. But the lungs go longer past your floating ribs, so down into where you might imagine the belly to be. There's also a front and back. So you have lungs in the back body, three-dimensional, side to side. So let's practice feeling the breath throughout the body. You can do this with touch. You can bring your hand to different parts of your body, Or simply your awareness. It depends on where you are and what your comfort level is. Start now with your hand or your awareness on your belly. Right below your belly button. As you breathe in and out, just for a moment, feel the rise and fall of the belly. As you breathe in, the belly expands. As you exhale, the belly contracts coming towards the spine. Breathing in and out, feel the rise and fall of the belly. Breathe in through the nose, feel the expansion of the belly for five. Hold. Exhale. Once again, breathe in, feel the belly, two, three, four, five, hold. Hold. And exhale through the nose. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Breathe in. And hold. Exhale. And release. Release control of the breath. Come back to normal. Now bring your hands or your awareness to your lower ribs, to the sides of your body. For a moment as you breathe just feel the expansion of the rib cage side to side as you inhale and then as you exhale the ribs come together. Inhaling the ribs expand, exhaling they come together. And now we'll add our counting with the long exhalation. Breathing in through the nose for one, two, three, four. Five and hold, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, inhale, and hold, exhale, breathing in, two, three, four, five, and hold, exhale two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let it go. Let control go of the breath. Now bring your hands or your awareness to just below the collarbones and breathe in and out. Notice if you can feel any movement here. Feeling the chest rise and fall as you inhale and exhale. Breathe in through the nose for one, and hold. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Breathe in. Hold the breath. Exhale. Breathe in hold exhale let that go return to your normal breath resituate yourself shake it off bring awareness back to your feet adjust what you need to come back to your breath again we're gonna put it all together belly ribs, and upper chest. We'll focus a little bit less on the counting now and more on connecting the body awareness to the breath. Feet planted firmly, spine is long. Breathing into the belly, ribs, upper chest, and hold. Exhale, chest, ribs, and belly. Inhale, belly, ribs, upper chest, and hold. Exhale, chest, ribs, belly. Inhale, belly, ribs, upper chest, pause. Exhale, chest, ribs, low belly release control of the breath, let it go. If your eyes are closed, you may want to open them slowly, come back to wherever you are. Take this with you. These really simple breathing techniques you can do anywhere, at any time, to bring your body back into balance, to help start the U-turn away from panic towards balance which is the only place from which we can take right action. So until next time, keep breathing and live to fight another day.